السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا ومتاعنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم قال تعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وننزل من القرآن ما هو الشفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين وقال تعالى إنا نحن نزلنا الذكر وإنا له لحافظون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ذاك شعبان يغفل الناس فيه وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم Respected علماء كرام Respected elders, beloved brothers Allah has blessed us in this that we are approaching the month of Ramadan but whether we will be whether will we be around above the earth or beneath the earth allah alone knows as we heard this morning in the fajr prayer in the first rak'ah we hear alif lam mim sajda now this is so interesting in allah's kalam this is chapter 32 chapter 32 in the kalam of allah azza wa jalla alif lam mim sajda look how beautiful is allah's kalam every chapter synchronizes with the next So chapter 32 is actually an explanation of Surah Luqman, which is the chapter before that. So the end of Surah Luqman, and we are in South Africa, we have our local community. Luqman, Hakim, preferably ulama say, was an African man. Something else we should also remember, there was an African individual that spent more time with our beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam than any other human in history. We should keep her name in mind. Baraka Ummu Ayman radiyallahu anha. So the last few verses of Surah Luqman, one is the discussion of water. فَإِذَا غَشِيَهُمْ مَوْجٌ كَالْظُلَلِ دَعْوُ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ Alama Alusi rahimahullah brings underneath this verse the discussion of the Islam of Hazrat Ikrimah. We had now in Newcastle, Allah's system, Allah's will, Allah knocking at our doors, reminding us about Him, showing us His greatness in the water. Here Allah shows when there's water all around, then man wants to turn to Allah. Then comes a discussion of the five aspects of the unseen in Surah Luqman. Alif Lam Mim Sajda is actually an explanation of these five aspects of the unseen. For example, death. وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ تَمُوتٌ No soul knows where shall he die. So actually, In the next chapter, Alif Lam Mim Sajda, we heard this morning, قُلْ يَتَوَفَّاكُمْ Tell them, O my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, مَلَكُ الْمَوْتُ will come and take you in full. Now, how ambiguous is death? Allah doesn't even refer to مَلَكُ الْمَوْتُ by name. His name, according to some scholars, is Israel. But Allah doesn't name him. Because his name also we're not even sure of. The time of death, the place of death, the manner in which we're going to die, And the angel who's coming, coming to extract our soul. We don't even know who he is exactly. What's his name? يَتَوَفَّاكُمْ مَلَكُ الْمَوْتِ الَّذِي وُكِّلَ بِكُمْ So how amazing is the kalam of Allah Azza wa Jal. So this was our request that the month of Sha'ban is in. Our elders explained so beautifully, we can't wait for Ramadan to change and connect to Qur'an and love to hear Qur'an and become better and do more for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our Buzrugan ad-Din say, We're traveling on the highway. There's three lanes. We've got three 
kilometers left to take the left turn off. It's really unwise to remain on our same track and right on the spur of the moment to try and take that bend. We'll be destroyed. It's an impossibility. The wise thing is to come onto the correct track slowly, beforehand, and then we take the turn easily. This is why Allah has blessed us with Sha'ban. The beloved of Allah wasallam was asked, O Nabi of Allah, you do so much in Sha'ban, fasting and ibadah. Allah's Nabi said, this is a month between Rajab and Ramadan. People generally neglect this month. So request number one, the quran Kareem is not only to be heard, but the quran Kareem is to be loved. The quran Kareem is to be sought after. What does that mean? We heard our ulama recite in Fajr, or in the Jumu'ah, or in any of the prayers so beautifully. If it didn't intrigue me, what is my Allah saying? What does this chapter discuss? If this doesn't cross my mind, and there's no yearning, desire and burn inside me to know, there's something wrong with me. Quran is to be sought after. This is Allah's kalam. This is perfect. The previous books, Allah gave it to the nations. Allah gave them. Take care of this book. And they changed it according to their whims and fancies. But Kalamullah, this is Rasulullah wasallam's miracle that's still with us. Allah preserves it. So we have to want to know. So Surah Fatiha, seven verses. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said in the Torah and the Injil and the Zabur and the Quran, there's no chapter like Al-Fatiha. We're reading Al-Fatiha repeatedly every day. What is my Allah saying? We're praising Allah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise. This Al is all-encompassing. Praise and total praise. And all-encapsulating praise is only for Allah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, If Allah gives you the whole world, الدunya bihadhafiriha, and then you just said, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. That one, Alhamdulillah, is more valuable than the whole dunya that, what, that we have. Just that one, Alhamdulillah. And Allah is teaching us something very important. Allah is showing us that, Oh my banda, you don't even know how to praise me. Let me teach you how to praise me. From the onset, Allah is teaching us how to praise Allah. Something interesting about Allah's kalam. Throughout the Qur'an, every quarter of the Qur'an, Starts with Alhamdulillah. The first Alhamdulillah is Fatiha. The second quarter of the Quran is Surah An'am. Alhamdulillah. The third quarter of the Quran is what we read today. And Subhanallah, Allama Alusi Rahimahullah says we should read it repeatedly on a Friday. Allah will protect us from all the fitan of Dajjal. This is Al-Kahf. Al-Kahf is Alhamdulillah. Before Al-Kahf is Isra. The Mi'raj journey of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Subhanallah. And Alhamdulillah. So Alhamdulillah, the third quarter of the Qur'an. The fourth quarter is Sabah and Fatir. So throughout the Qur'an, every quarter of the Qur'an starts with Allah's praise. So Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, the Lord of the entire universe. Praising Allah. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Most kind, most compassionate, most merciful. Even mercy is such a translation that can never encapsulate Allah's Phenomenal kindness and love beyond billions of mothers. Billions of times more than the mother's love is Allah's love. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Malik. Allah is the owner. Malik. Allah is the king. Not only the owner, but the king also. 
Insan, sometimes he rules the lands, but he doesn't own everything. Sometimes he owns, but he's not the ruler. Allah is everything. Malik and Malik. So first we praise Allah. Then we show our loyalty to Allah. And what's phenomenal about this chapter is after each ayah, Allah is responding. Allah is responding. My banda is praising me. My servant is glorifying me. My servant praises me. Atna alayya abdi. Hamidani abdi. Majjadani abdi. Hada bayni wa bayna abdi. Then there's a verse that Allah shares with his banda out of mercy. Wherein the mu'min prays to Allah and says, Iyaka na'bud. Allah, you alone, thee alone, thee alone do we worship. Na'bud. And thine help. Wa iyaka nasta'een. Allah, only your help. Now in Arabic, this is so beautiful. When the sequence of the verse changes, the sequence of the sentence. One is na'buduk, we worship you. But the whole sequence is changed. Taqdeem, ma haqtuhu ta'akhir. Iyaka, you alone Allah. We show loyalty to none other but thee. Then Allah says, ask me what you want. Ask me what you want. So Allah teaches us what to ask him. The greatest need. Ihdina. Oh Allah. And Allah teaches us kindness and compassion in our dua from Al-Fatiha. Not only me. Ihdina all of us. Every Muslim give us more hidayah. Even Rasulullah was asking Allah the same dua. And he had the highest level of hidayah. Because there's levels of hidayah. So we're asking Allah to take us through the levels of hidayah. But not, we're not Sing, we're not only prioritizing ourselves, but care for every human being. Muslim, Allah give us more hidayat. Non-Muslim, Allah bring them to hidayat also. Ihdina, all of us. Because they are all the ummatis of Muhammad Rasulullah What's Al-Baqarah? When was Al-Baqarah revealed? Think for a second. The sequence of the Quran is not what we see in front of us. This was a sequence... Not, not, not of revelation. This sequence, Allah commanded Rasulullah to place the Qur'an in this sequence. This was not the sequence of revelation. This is Allah's kalam. Iqra was, was revealed first. The preferred view. Qalam was revealed second. Qalam because Rasulullah was inviting and they were referring to him as insane. Majnoon. So Allah gives him solace. You don't worry. You carry on. They calling you majnoon. Insane. You don't take effect from them. You carry on telling them about your Allah. Third chapter to be revealed, Muzzammil. Our Nabi Wasallam was wrapped up in a shawl in worry. How will I reach the world? I, one man to reach the whole wide world till Qiyamah. Allah says to him, Oh my Nabi, you wrapped up in a shawl in concern. And the other meaning of Muzzammil is from the word Zamila. Oh my Nabi Wasallam, you are overburdened. Your task is mammoth. Don't worry. You prolong your tahajjud, Allah will take your message to the whole wide world. Because Allah draws a clear distinction in His kalam, throughout the kalam of Allah. This we see in Araf, and this we also see in Kahf, Maryam, Taha, Anbiya. This whole set of chapters. The Anbiya alayhi musalam, for example, let's take a quick example. The Anbiya alayhi musalam that are mentioned in Maryam. 
Surah Taha mentions different Anbiya alayhi It's a continuation. Musa alayhi salam who's mentioned concisely in Maryam is detailed in Taha. Hazrat Adam alayhi salam who's concise in Maryam is detailed in Taha. Surah Anbiya discusses different Anbiya from those who are discussed in Maryam and Taha. So Surah Anbiya is a continuation. But what's the culmination of Anbiya? And this is the same sequence in A'raf. Allah discusses the array, the sequence of Anbiya alayhi musalam, in amazing sequence. Then there's a culmination. Qul, ya ayyuhan nas, inni rasulullahi ilaykum jami'a. The same culmination in Anbiya. Oh my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. every Nabi was sent to his community, his area, his race, his region, his people. Some Anbiya alayhi musalam were commanded to migrate. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam came from Iraq. He was commanded by Allah to go to Khalil, Hebron in Palestine. Hazrat Lut alayhi salam was sent by Allah. He comes from Iraq. He was sent to Jordan. O oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ After Allah discusses all the Anbiya alayhi salam, Allah culminates this discussion to tell us who's the best and a clear dist- distinction. وَلَوْ شِئْنَا لَبَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ قَرْيَةٍ نَذِيرًا Allah says, if we wanted, O oh my Nabi wasallam, we would have sent a Nabi to every town like the past. A different Nabi was sent to every town. But Allah wants the whole world to know who is Muhammadur Rasulullah Not only in dunya, but in akhirah, in qiyamah as well, in the hadith of Sahih Bukhari. When all of Allah's creation, the children of Adam salam, will go to every Nabi of Allah. And every Nabi of Allah will send them to the next Nabi for intercession. That Allah request Allah to start the ceremony of qiyamah. Why won't they send direct to Muhammadur Rasulullah Even Qiyamat ke din, Allah wants every ummati of every Nabi to know who is Muhammadur Rasulullah This clear distinction in Anbiya. Oh my Nabi, you are Rahma, Ma and Illa for emphasis. Rahma is Mustar, the highest form of emphasis. You are total mercy, complete mercy. The highest form of Allah's mercy is Muhammadur Rasulullah Rahma for who? Lil'alameen For the whole wide world One is Fatiha Baqara When was Baqara revealed? Our Nabi Wasallam arrives in Medina Munawwara The first chapter to be revealed in Medina Munawwara Was Baqara Who were the community of Medina Munawwara? Why I'm saying Why we dis- call this discussion Connect to the quran Kareem. We have to want to know What is my Allah saying? Our ulama throughout Ramadan are standing up After the taraweeh First we enjoy the recital. Then after the taraweeh, we run away. Hasn't it intrigued us to understand for another 15 minutes, what is my Allah saying? I have to take something home from the message of Allah's kalam? Or I should ask our ulama, which translation of the quran Kareem can I learn? quran Kareem is not ambiguous. It's not like the Bible that has been changed umpteen times. It's so beautiful, it's so pure. And we have so many ulama that we interact with and associate with that we should approach and ask, what does this mean? Explain this to me. Al-Baqarah is the first chapter to be revealed in Medina Munawwara. Can you imagine there's a lot of ahkam in Al-Baqarah, laws of Sharia. Because in Makkah Mukarramah, Rasulullah was inviting the Meccan society. And they were very similar to the Hindu practices. Idolatry. Imagine every person who came into Makkah, our Nabi, my Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, your Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, went to them. Before I come to Medina Manawara, I want to mention one incident. 
of two Sahaba before they embraced Islam. The first Islam in Medina. Remember their names. And how are we going to remember? Go home, tell our wives, tell our children we'll remember. One's name was Rifa'ah. I'm not going to say the full name so we can remember. Hazrat Rifa'ah radiallahu anhu. And the other's name was Mu'ad bin Harith. Mu'ad and Rifa'ah radiallahu anhu. They come to Medina, Makkah Mukarramah. What was the system in Makkah? Whoever entered Makkah was approached by the mushrikeen. Be careful. There's a man in Makkah. He's a magician. He'll destroy you. His words are so effective. His magic will destroy your community. The same thing happened to Hazrat Tufail. He says, I stuffed cotton wool in my ears. Rifa'ah and Mu'ad say, we saw this beautiful person. He had such character, we approached him. We said to him, are you Muhammad? Are you the one they all speak of? Allah's Nabi didn't get angry. He smiled and said, yes, they speak of me. How can I help you? What can I do for you? Allah's Nabi asked them. They said, you know, we're going for pilgrimage. We have these camels of ours. We don't know where to leave it. What can we do? Nabi Wasallam said, leave it to me. I'll care for your camels in your absence. He was prepared to do favors for everybody. Shukr, many of our Muslims will do favors for non-Muslims also. But we think our da'wah ends there. Allah forgive us. Allah's order in the Quran is to invite them. Not only to treat them with character, but a distinct invitation has to be presented. This is an order of Allah in the Quran. Allah's Nabi showed character. But then he said, Rifa'a, tell me, I have five questions for you. I want you to answer me honestly. He says, you're welcome, O Muhammad sallallahu The first question Allah's Nabi asked him, but politely, you can ask any person, call him into your home for a cup of coffee. Take him into your car, drop him off where he's going and pose these questions to him respectfully. Even if a missionary, missionary comes to your door, don't chase him away. Call him in, show him akhlaq and give the message. O Rifa'a, tell me, now these are, they worship idolatry. Tell me, who created the skies? Rifa'a said, he asked me to speak honestly. So I responded, you know what? Allah created the skies. Not the idols, Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, Rifa'a, tell me the earth. Who created this earth? I responded honestly, Allah created this earth. Rifa'a, tell me these beautiful mountains that you see in front of you. Who, man, who created these mountains? He says, I thought and I pondered. Not the idols, Allah created these mountains. Okay, Rifa'a, tell me, you and I, who created us? And people get touched when you tell them. Even the Hindu community. You know what? The same creator, by The same creator made you. The same creator made me. Oh, they feel so happy. That's a start. Who created us? He said, no, the same Allah. One Allah created us. Okay, tell me, Rifa'a, the idols they worship, who manufactured them? He says, I thought to myself, I said, you know what, O Muhammad we manufactured them. Then Allah's Nabi let me go, but he said, you know what, Rifa'a, let's do this. He who created us, let's show loyalty to him. Let's worship him. What we made, that should show loyalty to us. He says, I left Allah's Nabi and my heart was only thinking about what he said. I returned after my succumbulation, my tawaf. My cousin already embraced Islam. I said, I also want to be Muslim. He taught us Surah Yusuf, we embraced, we embraced Islam, he taught us Surah Iqra, Surah Yusuf. This was in Makkah, every person who came into Makkah, study Nabi Wasallam Sirah, every non-Muslim that came into Makkah, your beloved and my beloved went to him. What about Medina Munawwara? We say it was rules, not only rules. Surah Baqarah, detailed discussion of the Jewish community. How the Jews are, the Jews mentality. Even 
the change of the direction of the Tibla, 16 months later in Sha'ban, we are in Sha'ban. Interestingly, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi visited one Sahabi's home, Bara bin Ma'roor, he passed away. The first Sahabi to pass away from the people of Medina before Hijrah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi visited his family. He was the first Sahabi to be buried facing Qibla because his heart was yearning for Qibla despite the command of Allah was still facing Baytul Maqdis. What was the wisdom of facing Baytul Maqdis? To show the Jewish community, to show Ahlul Kitab that this Nabi of Allah is for the whole wide world. He's not any different from any, all the Anbiya that came, that were from the Jewish ethnicity and nationality, from the offspring of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi wasallam. Nabi sallallahu arrived in Medina Manubura. The Jewish community were the prevalent people there. How many times he went to their areas to invite them to Islam? How many times he invited them to his home? Hazrat Abu Bakr went to their region to tell them. Mu'ad bin Jabal used to say, See, you showed us in your books, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is here. Because Surah Baqarah says, they recognize Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam like they recognize their own children. This is the detailed discussion of Baqarah, chapter 2. This is number 87. Let's remember this because we're going to listen to it in the Taraweeh. Revelation 87. So from 87, you see it on your Mus'haf. The first number on the right is the sequence of the Qur'an that we have. The number next to that is the sequence of revelation. You might say, what's the benefit? There is benefit to know when this chapter was revealed upon our beloved's heart. Isn't that beneficial? We are acquiring an affinity to his seerah. Surah Ali Imran, number 89. So 87 till 114 are surahs revealed in Medina Manuwara. From 1 up to 86, surahs revealed in Makkah Mukarramah. So 89 is Ali Imran. Who is Ali Imran? Nabi Sallallahu first letter in Medina was the early Medinan stage. He wrote a letter to the Christians of Najran, reminding them of his description in Genesis. Genesis is the first chapter of the Bible. And interestingly, this verse is still there. Genesis 17.21. A clear description where Allah says to Ibrahim salam that do not worry, as for your son Ismail, I have answered your prayer. And I will make his nation, his children, a great nation. And they will bear its fruits. So when the letter of Nabi Wasallam came to the Christians of Najran, they were affected. They said, who's this? This is the prophet who's prophesied by us. They journeyed to Medina Munawwara. Quran reveals Al-Imran. What was the reason for Al-Imran? Just to read and make love of tilawat. That's part of the responsibility. This was to show the world. Ali Imran is who? Imran was a pious buzrug, pious man who made dua. Allah, give me such a child who serve your deen. His wife was Hannah. From that union, Allah blessed them with Hazrat Maryam. This was for you and me to tell the whole world, tell every Christian. And sadly today, Christians are becoming atheists because there's nobody saving them. There's nobody talking to them. And what they have doesn't make sense. And you and I have no time. To save one one person from Jahannam. Few days ago I picked up some literature of my brothers. Allah give him Jannatul Firdos. He says that dear reader, dear reader, dear brother, if you see a child with paraffin in his hand, he's about to swallow it. Or your neighbor's house is on fire. Your neighbor's house is on fire with him and his children asleep. Or an elderly blind man about to fall into a pit. Do you need someone's permission to go and rescue them? Or is it your natural human instinct and reaction to rush and rescue? He says, there you have your answer. There's no need to study so much of detail to save one one person from Jahannam. Tell a person, Allah is one. 
He has no partner. Come, I'm going to pray. See how nice you'll feel. The majlis is taking place. Bring that person to sit. Give him a chair. Show him how we make wudu. The little you know, you'll answer him. If ta'ad is going to take place in the month of Ramadan, let him experience this beautiful love of samusa and kajur and zamzam. Let him experience this love. He's searching for Allah. He's yearning for Allah. He's looking for the truth. And you and I are hoarding it to ourselves. When our Nabi is told in the Qur'an, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Every color, every race, every nationality, every region, every person. Wallah, our Nabi did his work. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To the ultimate, to the optimum. But our neighbors, my neighbor and your neighbor, my employee and your employee, my customer and your customer, everything else we'll discuss. But to tell him about the beauty of Allah, we're not prepared to tell him. How do we bear it? That he's going to go to Jahannam forever and ever. And it's going to be worse than paraffin, or worse than just the fire that my neighbor has in his home, or worse than falling into a pit, and we're doing nothing about it. When our Nabi did his duty, whose duty is not fulfilled, it is my duty and your duty. There's no such thing we don't know what to say. We know everything. There's no such thing. They're going to ask us questions that we don't know. We have ulama who are ready to help us. Ready to help us. Let us fulfill our duty. Let's connect to the Qur'an. Let's love the Qur'an. And this is the most emphatic injunction in the Qur'an. To share Islam with the whole wide world. I'm not going to tell you now, knock every non-Muslim's door. But I will plead with you. Start with those who you interact with on a daily basis. Don't delay till tomorrow. Start it today. Tell him. The Allah who made you and made me is the same Allah. One day, come home, come to him, you'll see the peace. Even if he's pulling petrol for you, take five minutes explain to him. Allah give us the faith.